Beyonce definitely. I, I, she is definitely lover. She is, she is pure lover. I, I got to give her that one. She definitely brings a lot of right. lover in her, in her a brand. Um, Whitney Michael Houston, Jackson Michael, going out in the right way. Man, you, you better leave Michael alone, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> we, we, we go, we go have some, we gonna have some arguments up on this piece about Michael, man. You better stop this. Okay, okay, okay. Stop R. Kelly, this. come on. <laughs> We're trying to be serious here, man. I'm being serious too, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Those guys were lovers, it's not in a good oh, way. Oh right? man, no, Michael Jackson was accused. I don't care what anybody says. And I stand well, firm okay. on Cat that. Cat Williams has a has a segment of a joke for Yeah, you, and fucks man. Cat Williams for that shit. I don't get I, I straight up I've always yo, if he hears this, he's gonna be like, I don't give a damn about what that little nigga say about me. I give a fuck what he says about me. I know Michael <laughs> Jackson did the shit. I know that's what he's gonna fucking sit there and say, but <laughs> no cat. Have you I don't fucking believe you, okay? I don't fucking believe you i never have and i never will and when you sat there and said that shit on goddamn pimp chronicles i was laughing my black ass off but fuck you at the same time too nigga <laughs> um fucking andrew schultz has a good uh good joke about that too fuck andrew schultz about, too little wonder because no, he's talking about the he's talking about that and he was like he's like but you know what like i don't see it as a bad thing because these guys you know their hero did that to them. Some of y'all's fucking nasty uncle does it to you, you know? And he's like, he's he's like, you know, if my hero, like Michael Jordan, want, wanted to lick my booty hole and stuff like that, I'd be all for it, even if I was a little kid. <laughs> and shit like that. Like, the fucking skit that he has with that is hilarious. It's off his last special that he did put out, like, last year or whatever. But y'all can go check that, that out. I just paraphrased it. I didn't do it right. At son of a Yo, gun. it's hilarious. Oh my god, it's hilarious. But anyway, the next <laughs> one is the jester. You know, speaking of just being a goddamn fool, right? <laughs> exactly. What's up, y'all? Harcos here with the Music Making Sense Podcast, and with me, as always, is the one, the only, the Dapper Dan Mohawk Man, wearing a scarf like there's nobody business. Or, I don't know. I don't know. I, I fucked that up. But he's wearing a scarf like it's cold as fuck, and he's up in Seattle, and it ain't that cold. <laughs> the one, the only, KP. How the hell are you doing today, KP? Of See, I try to tell everybody. Right, of course. Right. All your long-ass fucking intro. There you go. That's right. Show your love. Oh man! I always try to tell people that I suck at freestyling, and it just doesn't show up all the time. <laughs> man, you need to watch the uh, you need to watch the Daily Wrap Up Crew, dude. That's who you need to watch. Them guys when they be when um Ace and uh, Jew they drop their little bars like when they come in with their intro. Watch them guys; they mm. give you some ideas. I've been I saw I have I've been having to do that so. Uh, but. Yeah, well, a lot of times if I want to make any changes and want to say something or whatever, I think about it ahead of time, kind of keep it there or something like that, you know, even if it's only a couple minutes ahead of time. But then all of a sudden, as I was doing it, I try freestyling. It doesn't always work out. <laughs> but, but anyway, how the hell you doing, man? He says it's raining up there. Yeah, it's raining a little bit. Actually, it's starting to, it's, you know, it's that little, it rains and then stops and then it's like no, starting the sun's peeking out. Yeah. But it's not it's not cold. I'm just I'm just rocking the scarf mm. for style pretty much. Oh, well, so. whatever. 
I thought that was an actual like full scarf, not no, like no, a stylish no, one. No, no, it's one of these. It's the. Oh, it's it's, yeah, it's a small yeah. little one. Yeah, that was so. a face mask one. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, here it's uh, it's actually been sunny for the last few days. Nice. Last Friday, Thursday and Friday, it got up to like sixty, which was dope, and because it's been like in the thirties or below, and so then it got up into the sixties. Uh, no, my two days got big as back. hell when you said that, especially in the north in the Midwest. Like what? It got sixty yeah, there February. in February. What? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's a kind of rare. It's been a it's been more of a mild winter, but you know, the world's falling apart supposedly, I don't know, but <laughs> not. Seems like it's bullshit. No, is well, I mean, yeah, that's politically though, but like when it comes to weather, man, that shit changes every fucking day, oh, yeah. so. Yeah. You know, every season's different, but um no, like it's back down to like it's like 30s or like high 30s, low 40s with the sun's out, so it feels dope, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, so, uh, we're coming in here today to talk about who the fuck are you as an artist, brand awareness and all that fun stuff. Yeah. uh, Was that, yeah. Brand archetypes. Yeah. Brand archetypes. Well, brand awareness archetypes. I mean, you got to be aware of it. And then also too, like you got to put out that awareness of who you are as an artist. Right. Um, we kind of talked about it over the last couple, uh, I'd say like two out of the last five episodes something like Mm -hmm. that we've covered um you know this kind of stuff when we're talking about that one lady talking about meditating on your music find out what the mood of your music is who you are what you are about and everything like that your vision and everything like that that you want to project to the world Mm -hmm. and um there's like kp ended up finding this uh it's actually like a chart that kind of branches it out like it it segments it out into 12 different archetypes Mm -hmm. based on like either your personality or the personality you're portraying and it's uh yeah it's pretty dope so it is uh yeah so um let me go ahead and bring that up here real mm-hmm. quick and all right all right all right i just wanted to come in here and let every single one of y'all who love raw real underground hip-hop know about a dope show i found over on youtube and they're exclusively on youtube as well too all right it's called hip-hop radar underground make sure you go check them out they got live friday shows every single friday showcasing artists from all across the world underground raw real hip-hop and if you're an artist you can actually go and submit your music there too and get it popping on that show it's a great place to go and network with everybody as well too everybody that watches that show and tunes in live are raw real hip-hop fans all right so it's a great place to find some real lovers of your music and like i said if you love listening to dope new music make sure you go check them out they also offer artist spotlight interviews as well too so if you're an artist you want a spotlight go ahead and hit them up over there me and kp were just previously on there and we had a dope interview sat down with the host himself sack juggalo and had a great conversation it was a great opportunity so i just wanted to cut this message right here for every single one of y'all who love raw real hip-hop or you're an artist make sure you go check out hip-hop radar underground over on youtube you can also follow them over on ig make sure you go check them out all right let's get back to the show and what's the thing is with brandon archetypes guys just when when we as he shows you right here okay i'm gonna go ahead and run through them because i do have a list of it and i've been i've been taking a lot of time studying what brand archetypes are because number one as you guys have been noted and if you know been knowing that i i've been taking on a new i'm taking on a new moniker 
right? And it's called Dark Lord and Shantae. My goal is that I want to be, that's me as the true black hellion. And my goal is I'm being being a metal vocalist, of course, but I'm bringing more of the darker, um, more vile, satanic type of metal. I'm just going to be real with you Mm -hmm. about it. Okay, so... So I had to start digging into like archetypes and I started thinking about that sort of thing. So what, 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 what would be my archetypes? What would be those? So I started thinking in my head, I'm like, all right. And when I sat down and did Natasha's exercise, I started thinking, and I'm going to add a little something to it that I did just to kind of get you guys to see where I'm going with this. So when I started figuring out my, my archetypes yesterday, I went on to beat stars and I've selected songs that I want to perform instrumentals that I want to perform, write and write or instrumental tracks that I want to write and perform to. Mm-hmm. And it got a good deal because it was one of those, uh, and shout out to shout out to this, uh, shout out to metal store on beat stars. Um, so I got a deal for like it was uh set buy one get nine free. Jesus. Yeah. And Is it exclusives or lease? Uh these are um they're exclusive they could be exclusive they could be uh basic uh, exclusive leases or they could be um unlimited tracks. So oh, okay. it just depends. So they got four different licenses for them. So I paid for mm. the I paid 70 for the for the license. Cause then I can use the songs and, and perform them and things mm-hmm. like that and record them and, and perform live on, on live streams and things and be able to monetize them as well. Or I can go non monetization if I want to, it's just my choice. So you get the contracts and all that stuff. And that was really cool. So anyway, we'll talk about that. Well, that'd be another uh, show or going into the segment, but to get you guys talk, get us talking about the the brand archetypes. There are twelve, all right. And as you guys can see, you have, and they broke it down in his, and they broke it down in sections of how they work and the examples of how each one of them can how they intersect, but at the same time have their own archetype. So with so the first one as we can see, or if you guys are looking at, we're gonna pay look at on the left side on the right hand side is the explore spirituality. And with that one, you have innocent, sage, and explore. And to give y'all an explanation on each of them, the innocent would be someone who's like a safe, um uh, pure type of um, wholesome type of personality, right? Um, The person I would associate with that would be, a lot of people would associate Taylor Swift with the, um, would associate her with that, with that brand, with uh, the archetype as a innocent. Um, Who else would you, who else would you think would be uh, fit in that category? Hark, if you think with uh, yeah, that that would be a, that'd be a good one. Yeah, we don't need to come up with a twenty-four person list, but right? Yeah, that would be like one of the most prominent ones, honestly, probably for that one. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely say, and even Beyonce, I could say she could she could play innocent yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, 
couple, mm-hmm. I would definitely say certain R&B singers have that about them. Um, pop singers too. And then there's the sage. Okay, you guys. And sage is where that is the, that's the, um, um, the, oh, that, that's the wise, um, understanding, understanding type of, um, um, brand. Um, if we look at someone who would be that, I would say, um, James Earl Jones, mm-hmm. or even, um, if you guys remember, um, um, LeVar Burton with the uh, reading rainbow or even Mr. Rogers, right? Mr. Rogers was that right. sage. I, I would could definitely say that. Um, mm-hmm. so that would, and okay. And colors, I would say with the colors, I would say those would be more, uh, and go back with, um, innocent colors. I would say with them would be earthier, would be an earthy colors, like the blue, green, um, certain pastels, right. Mm-hmm. Um, those would be definitely for, um, for someone who is more of the, um, innocent, the sage, that one is more, um, the colors would be blue, gray, and purple, you know, mm-hmm. kind of those older, wiser understanding. Like if you see somebody who has that, have those colors, you're pretty much going to be like, all right, they're, they're going to be the person I can talk with and get, a, get knowledge from. I also, mm-hmm. I mean, even though I think you're, you know, as for your age, I can definitely see you as a sage type of brand, um, archetype. No, real talk. I definitely can see right. that with no, you. No, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, because of, of different things. I'm looking at this thing and I can see multiple different things that I could appeal to. And I think a lot of artists, you know, could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't oh, try yeah. to get your... Don't try to get yourself boxed in with any one little category exactly. in here. Because, like, depending on the mood of the song will depend on, you know, which one you run into, you know, because some music, I may be like a sage, some may be like an outlaw, some may be, you know, like, you know, ruler, creator, whatever, Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, jester or whatever, you know, stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, don't get yourself too, too bogged down on this. We're just kind of going over everything in here and just kind of knocking them back. So. Uh, the next one says explorer and mm-hmm. freedom. Yeah. Um, so that would be like a brand. I would consider that like, so if you're looking at like Jeep, Jeep Cherokee, um, those sort of brands, um, and somebody like, um, 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 what's his name? Um, oh man, he just, he just, uh, Steve, the, uh, crocodile, um, crocodile. Right. Yeah. He was adventurous. Um, Anthony uh, Bourdain was another one. Rest his soul. Um, he was another one of those. And um, who else would I would consider an explorer? Okay, or like Indiana Jones or like Harrison Ford because of the way he was as an actor. Right. And um, if you look at um, music-wise... I would look at like singer songwriters, uh, folk folk writers like your Bob Dylan's, your um, um, your Darius Rucker's, um, your Ed Sheeran's. They're more; those are more. I would definitely say more of the explorer type. Um, right, for sure. And then, um, so then we got the uh, the next one would be. That's the uh, le- legacy. 
So this is that's the this the next bracket would be legacy. So this one is where we just as you can see that would be the outlaw, the magician, and the hero. Okay, and as you can see, the brand voice with them, you say pretty much that's me. Rules are meant to are made to be broken. So I would be disruptive, rebellious, and combative. You don't have to settle. You don't have to settle for status quo. First, demand more. Second, go out and get it. And that's where those brand outlaw, excuse me, those outlaw brands like your Harley Davidson, your Diesel, your Virgin, those would be more your 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 type of brands. Or even for me, because of getting into the extreme stuff, um, my tech wear, like my cape that I have. Um, mm-hmm. my boots, the, these boots, I just, the boot, my skull crusher boots that I just purchased, right? These babies right here. Mm-hmm. So those, you could definitely put those in an outlaw category as well. Brand archetype. All right. All right. Y'all I just want to hop in here again real quick. Yes, I know again, but you know what? We rock with a lot of people here and a lot of people rock with us here at Music Making Sense Podcast. So I got to tell you about all these great people, all right? And this one right here right now is Mad K Studios, all right? Go check them out, madkstudios.com. Mad K is a dope artist, man. This guy can draw or paint almost anything, okay? He really, really specializes in like portrait arts for memorialization of of your favorite car or a family member or a loved one or something like that. All right. Full commission artwork, no copy and paste shit or nothing like that. All right. Custom designs. If you want it, make sure you go hit up madkstudios.com for your custom art piece. And you can even go check out some of the pieces that he's done for freelance and stuff like that. And you can also get it on a shirt. He's got coffee mugs and mouse pads and all kinds of other decorative pieces of artwork that you can go and check out as well too so if you're a connoisseur of art you're looking for a nice piece of knickknack or something like that around the house or if you want a custom artwork designed for a loved one or something that's cherished in your life that you want memorialized in an actual painting a real painting make sure you go check out madkstudios.com let them know Harcos over at music making sense podcast sent you all right let's get back to the show Okay. All right. And then the next one up here is magician. Magician. Now the magician is very um magician is very like it's it's very mystical, it's informed, um reassuring, but it's like powerful. It means like it in they believe that anything can happen. Tomorrow is brighter than today and all your dreams can come true if you believe, right? That's your mm-hmm. your um but then they can be a little bit too delusional at times. Uh, some people would say that would be one of the flaws. And that's why I want to show Natasha's um, videos about, because she shows the, like, the strengths and the weaknesses of them. But um, that's, but yeah, but the magical brands are like, like your Coke, your Disney, Dyson. Like, those are your more, like, magical brands, magician-type brands and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Anything dealing with like fantasy, that sort of thing. Then you have your hero brand. Now, the funny thing is, is that most people would think you can't be an outlaw and a hero at the same time. That's not true. Because if you think about someone like the Punisher, okay, we look at a lot of the Marvel comics, right? We can see them as 
those outlaw heroes, even Batman, like some of the DC characters. So you got the the the, the hero, which is about mastery. Um, where's there if there's a where there's a will, there's a way, and they're honest, candid, and brave. Um, we can make the world better. We have we have the gift and determination to outwork the rest. Some of our heroes, I mean, and I would say this would be. Some people would consider, some people do consider 50 Cent. Mm -hmm. Some people, you know what I'm saying? Of Jay-Z, right? Being able, Mm -hmm. coming out of the, coming out of the mud, right? They see that. Mm -hmm. Um, The candidness. I mean, we could talk like, or someone we could look at as, that could be looked at as an outlaw, a heroic outlaw, Tupac, rest his soul. Looked at as Mm -hmm. that heroic outlaw, right? So that, like, as you were saying, you know, you don't have to category. You don't have to just look at one, but you can see where certain brands will fit a person or fit that person. And some of them, like most of the time, we'll have three that really stand out, two or three that really stand out about us. And for me, when I think of Tupac, I think of the out. I think of the heroic outlaw or the outlaw hero, right? Mm-hmm. One of those, you can flip that, flip that however you want to flip it. But that's, you could think of that, okay? And then there's the lover, as we talked about. But I could, we, I'm glad you went down on this one because you could break down what they mean. So, you know, the intimacy, that means, you know, you're attracted. I only have eyes for you. Sensual, empathetic, and soothing. We know that how that can be, that can affect us great, greatly and gravely. Right. And Mm -hmm. that is your striking beauty is impossible to ignore. Believe me, man, I am actually going through that with certain with a certain couple people now. Right. And 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 that and and those, you know, the brands are like what Victoria's Secrets, uh, Chanel. I can't see the other one too good. That looks like uh oh um, Alpha Romeo. Alpha Romeo, yeah, that's what I was looking at. Right. But those brands, yeah, you could totally see that. And somebody who I would see a lover, um, uh, Prince was was a lover. Um, mm-hmm. Beyonce definitely. I, I, she is definitely lover. She is she is pure lover. I, I got to give her that one. She definitely brings a lot right. of lover in her in her a brand. Um, Whitney Michael used, Jackson Michael, went out in the right way. Man, you, you better leave Michael alone, man. I'm telling <laughs> you, we 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 go we gonna have some we gonna have some arguments up on this piece about Michael, man. You better stop this. Okay, okay, okay. Stop R. Kelly, this. come on. <laughs> you could be a lover and it'd be a weird way too, okay? Come on now. <laughs> We're trying to be serious here, man. I'm being serious too, goddammit. <laughs> Those guys were lovers, just not in a good oh, way. Oh right? man, no! Michael Jackson was accused. I don't care what anybody says. I don't. I don't think he did. I. I, I for for those of y'all, I do not believe. Never believed that Michael Jackson did any of that shit. I truly don't. And I stand firm well, okay. on Cat that. Cat Williams has a has a segment of a joke. For yeah, you, and fucks man. Cat Williams for that shit. I don't get that. I, I straight up. I've always yo. If he hears this, he's gonna be. Like, I don't give a damn about what that little nigga say about me. I give a fuck what he says about me. I know Michael <laughs> Jackson did the shit. I know that's what he's gonna fucking sit there and say. But <laughs> no, Cat. Have you? I don't fucking believe you. Okay, I don't 
fucking believe you. I never have and I never will. And when you sat there and said that shit on goddamn Pimp Chronicles, I was laughing my black ass off, but fuck you at the same time too. Nigga. <laughs> Um, fucking Andrew Schultz has a good, uh, good joke about that too. Fuck Andrew Schultz about, too, little No, because he's ass. talking about the, he's talking about that, and he was like, he was like, but you know what? Like, I don't see it as a bad thing because these guys, you know, their hero did that to them. Some of y'all's fucking nasty uncle does it to you, you know. And he's like, he's, he's like, you know, if my hero, like Michael Jordan, want. Wanted to lick my booty hole and stuff like that. I'd be all for it, even if I was a little kid. <laughs> and shit like that. Like the fucking skit that he has with that is hilarious. It's off his last special that he did put out like last year or whatever. But y'all can go check that, that out. I just paraphrased it. I didn't do it right. That son of a yo, gun. it's hilarious. Oh my god, it's hilarious. But anyway, the next <laughs> one is the jester. You know, speaking of just being a goddamn fool, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. But as you can see, and at times what's great about the gesture is that it brings a lot of pleasure, right? And like he says right there, just if I can't dance, I'm not part of it. And trust me, y'all, how many, how I many can't dance, so I'm not a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> true story. Absolutely true. Oh man, that's that's foul. But we talk about fun-loving, <laughs> playful, optimistic, right? And these are great moments to have. You know what I'm saying? When you're when you're going through it, it's always great to have that gesture. And even for you to ask, as people, we to come out as one our to come out as a gesture ourselves. And it says, "We're here for a short time, not for a long time. Let your hair down and start living life." M&M's Old Spice and the Dollar Shave Club are those gesture brands. And I can see that, man. Like me, even with this fool, y'all, just to give y'all a little bit of fun, a little back. <laughs> this fool starts getting on my ass because I said I got me some, baking me some chocolate chip cookies, right, with my coffee. <laughs> and he's all, that's unhealthy. Now, I'm like, it is, man. You eat I'm chocolate like, chip cookies with fucking drinking coffee at the same time, yo. That's messed up, man. That's almost as bad as like eating pop tarts and drinking Dr Pepper at the same time. Oh, that's nasty. Well, I, you know, that's, that's how I used to start my. That's how I used to start my day in fucking like freshman and sophomore year of high school. But I'm not saying it's the best. And you talking about mistakes, me? But yeah, well, you're fifty. I was fucking fourteen. Hold up. First of all, oh sorry, almost fifty. My bad. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. I ain't I worried was about that. I'm a young ass saying, teenager, man. I didn't know shit. Hold up. But yeah, you would have never caught my <laughs> black ass at no teenager. G eating no damn pop tarts with a damn coke. <laughs> you crazy as hell. I would not ever. Hell no. Nah. At least my this no, is sick. This now. is some, hold on. Ah. No 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 papa. This is sensible. A chocolate chip cookie with coffee. That's sensible. That, sensible. that is sensible because number one, it's a, this is like mm, delicious. You got sugar with sugar and caffeine. Delicious and delicious. No, nah, disgusting and disgusting, man. You got the wrong D word, bro. Okay, diffuse, I am not. Okay, D's I am not going to sit here and argue with a man who you when uh, during his teenage years. Even though I would have never done that in my teenage, I never did that in my teenage years. I'm not arguing with Pop Tarts and. 
and, and, and Coke. I'm not arguing with you. We're not going to do right. that. That was when I was a teenager, but I'm not almost 50 years old doing some shit similar now. This is coffee. You wasn't drinking no damn coffee at no 15. No, I wasn't either. No, I was drinking Dr. Pepper. It was damn near close. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, y'all. I just want to take a quick break right here to tell you about something hot and spicy. And no, I'm not talking about that Latina thing that you saw on Tinder the other day. I'm talking about hot sauce. And not just any hot sauce, but Tennessee Hot Sauce Co. All right? I personally know the owner of Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, and I've seen him grow this company from just something that he would sell a few bottles at the local farmer's market to something that can ship all across the United States now, all right? And you guys have a unique opportunity right now to save 20% by using the code MMCPOD when you check out on any order over at Tennessee Hot Sauce Company's website, all right? That's tnhotsauceco.com. Make sure you all go check them out and use the code MMCPOD over at checkout and save 20%. You guys got to check this out, all right? They have all kinds of great, great flavors. My personal favorite is Poblano Jalapeno. It has a mild kick to it because I'm a little bit of a bitch when it comes to spices, but it has great, great flavor. I put it on all kinds of stuff. I put it on steaks. I put it on burgers when I'm cooking them. I put it on tacos and enchiladas, stuff like that as well too. But I've tried many of these other flavors like the garlic habanero and the honey habanero, the blood orange ghost, and the pineapple habanero. Now, the pineapple habanero was one that really, really snuck up on me because it had a great sweet flavor of the pineapple, and it wasn't nothing overbearing, but it had a very, very good flavor to it. And then all of a sudden, boom, I got hit in the ass with a habanero, and I had to go grab some milk, all right? But these are some great flavors, and they have all kinds of different options. They have the collection, which has the full lineup of all six of their most popular sauces. They also have different subscription boxes. You have a three-sauce option, a four-sauce option, yearly and bi-yearly options available as well, too, for the boxes. Then you also have all kinds of other new flavors that they have that I've never tried yet. I actually got to get that shipment in here soon of the barrel-aged whiskey and the mustard dill scorpion those are two that look very very interesting and i want to try them out one thing i did try is one of their new options that they have here which is the poblano jalapeno beef jerky but like i said i love the poblano jalapeno sauce and whenever i tried this jerky no bullshit i ate the whole bag before i can even sit down and shoot this promo right here all right and so luckily i know the owner like i said so i got another bag on the way but y'all gotta go check it out and he also told me they got some more flavors coming out of the jerky as soon as they get operations up and running on that brand new venture right there, all right? So again, make sure y'all go over tnhotsauceco.com, use promo code MMCPOD at checkout and save 20% on your order. And on top of that, orders $50 and over are free shipping in the United States. So again, make sure you go check this out. Small batch, small brand, but powerful flavors tennessee hot sauce company now let's get back to the show <laughs> next next up is the everyman mm-hmm. all right and that is for uh belonging uh you're just like me and i'm just like you <laughs> interesting uh friendly humble authentic mm-hmm. uh, and it says uh when we treat each other with honesty and friendliness 
we can live together in harmony. And the brands for that are Ikea, Target, and Lynx. I, I don't know. This one seems kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I get the portion about, like, mm-hmm. living together in harmony, being friendly and humble and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. I don't see, like, Ikea and Target being brands for that. I think some of these brands are down here, like, paying for placement or some shit. Because I, I don't know. Does that make sense to you okay. that, that those would be in that? Well, <clears throat> I was thinking maybe Lynx. But then when I was th- I mean, I'm not sure if they're talking about a car. They're just talking about some kind of company. I don't yeah. know. But uh, Ikea and Target, yeah, because you have every day. Because you go in there every day and push to shop. Plus, I mean, uh, Ikea's furniture. And <laughs> when you know you get your, when you're your young couple, you get your your little Ikea marriage. As Kevin said, you should put, <laughs> go buy your little furniture from Ikea and do your little, nice little crib or whatever. Mm. But yeah, that I can I can see where those are brands where you know it's everybody comes, every person comes because you know they have just about everything like Walmart. They got just about everything that you need, mm-hmm. and hey, you're just yeah, that like makes sense everybody. Then, yeah, you know, hey, you eat just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, you know that sort of mindset. You get you you, you sit on a mm-hmm. couch just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Then. Yeah, and then there's the caretaker or caregiver. I'm sorry, mm. and that's service. And it says love your neighbor as yourself. So you're caring, warm, and reassuring. Everyone deserves care, and we must all strive to bestow bestow service upon one another. Tom's Worldwide World World Wildlife Federation and UNICEF would be mm-hmm. those ideal brands like Red Cross. Yeah, or, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for music it would be people that are trying to do that similar type of thing too, you mm-hmm. know. Like, you know, always like like uh like political type of things. Mm-hmm. Or like Sarah McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Her song is associated <laughs> perfect, with fucking perfect. sad ass looking yeah, fucking videos. Perfect example would be her. Yeah, and also just exactly. go back up, go back up. Um, we could go uh, back up uh, to uh, I didn't cover just gest- so gesture would be. So let's look at yeah those because I didn't think about okay so a gesture you're looking at um, a comedic person um. Let's look at artists. Uh, we can look at, of course, uh, Dave Chappelle or I mean, Danny Jones. Danny Jones. Yeah, we could definitely look at Danny Brown. Or oh, Danny Brown. Sorry, yeah, Danny yeah, that's what Brown. I meant. Um, yeah, I don't know why I said Danny Jones. Yeah, Danny Brown. Yeah, because he's always saying fucked up shit. He like some of the funniest. My, my, shit in my the world. bitch pussy smell like fucking. What do you say? My bitch belly. My bitch pussy smell like penguin farts or some shit like that. <laughs> like <laughs> crazy shit. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he would definitely be a jester. Weird Al Yankovic. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, definitely. And then we'll go back down right here to... Um, Eminem, because he's a goofy motherfucker. <laughs> Eminem can be straight up a clown, man. Then nah, every man, goof. Yeah, he is. Now, every man we would talk about, maybe Ed Sheeran. Um, um, I definitely could say most deaf. Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah, just what he said, yeah, because what he said about Drake. <laughs> but, well, you know, there's that too. Yeah, but you got him. Um, um, 
like certain country singers definitely bring that every you know they got that every man type of blue of vibe oh yeah like a lot of them would yeah i would think Mm-hmm. Karis one would definitely be one of those guys I would say is in every every. I would see type. him more as a sage. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no, de- definitely, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I would see him more as a sage. But he could be, he could be. I think he could be every man sage. I think he could definitely do that. And then um, quite possible, yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that. And what was the, the before ruler? What was the one before ruler? It was. We already talked about Sarah McLaughlin. Okay, so yeah, we said Sarah. Okay, good. So mm-hmm. the last one is. The ruler, all right? Mm-hmm. And that is control. Power isn't everything. It's the only thing. Commanding, only refined, thing. and articulate. You are successful in work and in life. Reward your excellence and your achievements. That's Rolex, mm-hmm. Benz, and Louis Vuitton. Even though I yeah, don't see him rocking them as much anymore, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because he's... He's gotten himself to a point where he doesn't have to have his wealth visible. We already associate mm-hmm. him with wealth, mm-hmm. you know, just because he's on Forbes and all that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we don't really associate him with with that with the, all the jewelry and stuff like that anymore. Even no, though he could even though he did have it, yeah, and he had that. Yeah, well, he he used to, and that was as they were coming up. Like everybody basically did. But then once you reach a certain level, you stop that. You know what I'm saying? And Jeezy did the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of other people. I, fuck, Wayne has even went that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that motherfucker is not as old as those two guys, you no. know? It's just, like, once you hit a certain status in your career, people just know you have money. And mm-hmm. so you ain't got to do it no more. Yeah, you got that. RT. And I'm sorry, I, did, I said that was the last one, but that's not the last one. Mm-hmm. So we got the creator. And... um. So we got creator, which is the innov- is innovation. If if it can be imagined, it can be created. That means you're inspirational, daring, and provocative. See potential everywhere, and and uncover un- originality with liberated imagination. So creator brands are definitely Adobe, Apple, Lego, Fender, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so mm-hmm. our creators would be, I would say, Kanye. Yeah, definitely. Um, who's another great creator? I would say. Um, if you guys ever checked out Buckethead, um, guitar player, I think he's um he's a, he's very creative. Um, I think Jack White is super creative. Um, Ted Nugent would probably be in there too. I can see. Yeah, Ted Nugent has definitely. I mean, you don't have to always. I mean, he's got some stuff. other. Well, yeah, there's the politics, but, but he's, he's got some other aspects. So I'm talking about musically, mm-hmm. him or. Stevie Ray Vaughan would mm-hmm. be like a creator because of how, or Jimmy, mm-hmm. like Jimmy Hendrix. You know what I'm saying? Those people Perfect would be example. good yeah, ones. Yeah, Miles to too. Davis. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. those older musicians who brought like became innovative when it came to like music and and pioneering mm-hmm. different sounds. Jay Dilla. Mm-hmm. Rest yeah, there's a lot of pioneers. Yeah, absolutely. And then we just actually we went over the innocent. Yeah, we went over that. We went over Sage. Yeah, we so we've already went over those. Yeah, but as you can so, see, but y'all see those. What we, we, we were just we went over them, but we, you see the brands they have too. You guys mm-hmm. check that out. Go to check out that chart. Yeah, absolutely. Those at. Yeah, it's it's 
it's some good information. And, you know, like I said, it's not something that you got to like live your life by, but it's something to take into consideration whenever you're thinking about how do I project myself either in total or in specific, you know, drops Drop, like yeah. a music videos or what have you, you know, stuff like that. But I mean, you know, most people are only going to be able to, to, connect with three or four of them like what you were saying you know and everything yeah yeah exactly so you you find out which ones you are by meditating on your music and everything like that find out which ones you are which ones you kind of gravitate to if you look at yourself and then you just kind of format everything around that you know because like you know if you're a sage outlaw you know, with some jester or something like that, mm -hmm. you're not going to be making Sarah McLaughlin music. You know <laughs> right. You're going to be, you're going yeah. to be making the music that speaks to those type of things, you know? And so, you know, that's, that's just something that you, you know, you can take advantage of, uh, you know, that kind of, those kind of charts and stuff like that, that are put together. Like me personally, I'm not like a big chart person and stuff whenever it comes to things like that, but I see the, I see the benefit in having something like that because it does, you, you can sit there and you can look at it, you know, like as we were going through it, I'm sitting there thinking like, where am I and everything like that in there. And, you know, hopefully you guys were too. And even though it took a little bit of time to, you know, to get through everything, but still it's, it's pretty good to explain everything and kind of go through it. Right. And, um, excuse me. And then, um, you know, and then that will help you format your brand and everything, mm -hmm. you know, because like we talked about on the last two episodes, but technically, but the last episode that we actually broke into two pieces um, on 28 and 29, well, technically that was two episodes ago, mm -hmm. um, but episode 28 and 29 was a really, really long podcast that we actually put out where we were talking about like, you know, Nick D and um, Wendy Day, uh, what's that lady's name? Wendy Day. Uh, they were talking about like how to market your music and how to be entertaining and everything like that and how it's about entertainment first and then the sales and everything will come later. And, you know, like I said in, in there as well, too, I, I had started doing that personally and I've started advising other people that I work with mm -hmm. to do the same thing. Right. And I'm seeing those results, you know, like I'm posting creative content that's all about the vibe and the mood with with the words up on the screen and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying anything about check out this song, buy now, stream now, go to my website, nothing like that. Yeah. There's no calls to action for those of y'all who are involved in sales. So in the sales process, having a call to action is where you tell somebody to do something. Stream now, buy now, you know, visit my website, free download, support your boy, whatever. Right. None of that shit. Don't do any of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if, 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 you know, if I got like a part of my song, it's like people are strange, but I'm stranger. Never look into the dark eyes of a stranger, you know, stuff like that. Then I'm sitting there in that clip. That's what I'm talking about, that kind of stuff. And so then like I title it, you know, people are strange, but I'm way stranger than that. Right. You know, something like that. Right. Like simple things like that are like, man, these strange times equal strange vibes, you know, stuff like that. That's the only title I'm putting up there. Right. Even on the YouTube, I'm putting like an extra sentence or two in the description about just like something you could put like a bar or so out of that clip into there stuff like that and what i've seen it do is it's been increasing 
you know, posting a piece of content every single day and it all being different every time, mm -hmm. a different piece out of a different song and stuff like that. And I only got like five, six songs that I'm actually taking clips out of and I'm rotating them all around. And um, then what I'm also doing about once or twice a week is I'm posting like a half and a half mm. clip. So like, for instance, um, I had one um, for my track called Black Clouds that I did. And I put out a clip of Black Clouds or whatever of the video that we shot. Mm -hmm. And then like about four or five days later, I put out a clip where at the beginning I was like, hey, I'm just out here where I shot my video Black Clouds and stuff like that. And it was hella flooded. But, you know, now it's went down and it's a sunny day out and everything. So just to let you know, like after every cloudy day, cloudy, rainy day, there's a bright sunny day afterwards. Word. Keep your head up type of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it transition to a little bit of the clip of the hook for black clouds right and then so that's a that's a piece of content that's not a hundred percent just music it's about a vibe as well too right. and then i throw the music in afterwards and they're like oh yeah so like it, it creates that connection between the deeper meaning of the song and the deeper connection with the song mm -hmm. and then like for instance this morning i haven't posted it yet but i was walking in the in, you know on my morning walks in the woods and stuff like that it was a nice day and so i took a shot of me down by the creek and i was like man it's a beautiful day out here today nice and quiet out here in nature all by myself alone all alone by myself how i like it though right and then that's what i recorded and what i'm going to do is after i say that it's going to kick in with the video for my track called island where in the hook i say all alone by myself how i like it though i'm an island ain't nobody coming close right and so it's going to keep it's going to as i say whenever i say that in the first video it's going to kick in and it's going to take over the rest with the track you know what i'm saying so just and it's only like fucking 30 seconds long you know under a minute mm -hmm. is where i'm keeping the 30 seconds to a minute and it's it's working dope like i've been getting you know uh, <laughs> On my TikTok, I've been over here getting between six and eight hundred views every single post and getting multiple likes and everything like that. Like the first week, so I started on the first of February, mm -hmm. and by the seventh of February, you know, including the seventh of February, after the first seven days, I had like five thousand views on on TikTok. And that was from almost it was like thirty nine hundred um uh people. So okay. that means I had 3,900 people see my shit and then multiple of them watched more than one item. Right. Wow. And then, um, then I had like 65, I'm going off the top of my head right now. Cause I don't want to pull it up on my phone. It was like 65, um, uh, page views. Mm -hmm. Right. So that means out of that, you know, 4,000 people that saw my stuff, 65 of them actually went to view my main profile. And then they went from there and either watched more content or clicked on the link from my website in the top, right? Mm -hmm. And I've noticed I've seen a few people transferring over to my website. And then I've seen a couple more streams on my music over this time frame, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not one of those things that hit immediately, but you start seeing that thing, right? And then my, my, my other platforms are doing okay. They're not doing as well as TikTok. Right. As far as reach and everything like that, you know, my Facebook and my Instagram, I'm getting like three to 400 views per video, stuff like that. It's not quite transferring over like that because they don't have the, the same um, uh, analytics that TikTok does and stuff like that. Right. But I'm starting to see people viewing, 
you know, they're not quite at the, at the, at the two pieces of content per person view yet, but they're getting close. They're like at the 1.1, 1.3, stuff like that. So I'm getting a fraction of those people watching my stuff, liking it, commenting, following me, you know, watching more of my content, following, you know, you know, going to my profile, clicking that link for my website, going to my website where they can download some of my music for free. They can also click the link for my streaming platforms and then go there. Also with TikTok, they have it where you can like one click save um, some some music to your Spotify and then you can go back to it, check it out later and stuff like that. Um, and then people also doing it. So like I said, I'm seeing a, that trickle down. And like they said in episode 28 and 29, you know, it's it's a numbers game. You know, they say for every 50 people, for every 50 fans that you want, you need to market to at least a thousand people. Well, you know, those numbers are right there. Like I got fucking 4,000 people that saw my shit in a week and 60 of them went to my profile to see more. You know what I'm saying? And then I had a few of those out of those. I only had a couple of percent that took the next step to go to my streaming platforms or my website. But it just keeps on going like that. The more, <clears throat> the more I keep doing this, then the more, excuse me, sorry. Sorry, I'm getting choked up and shit like that. I woke up with a little bit of a sore throat this morning. Ooh. So, All right, y'all, let me take a quick break right here to tell you about something that's completely fucking ridiculous, okay? It's called HorribleDesigns.com. And I personally know the owner, and he's just as ridiculous as this whole fucking company is, okay? If you or someone you know loves stickers and mugs and shirts with crazy outlandish sayings on them that just are designed to catch people's attention out in public and get them to laugh and point and ask you, hey, where'd you get that t-shirt or where'd you get that sticker when they see it on your car and stuff like that y'all gotta go check out horribledesigns.com at horribledesigns.com they have all kinds of ridiculous sayings on stickers and coffee mugs t-shirts vinyl stickers magnets and even mouse pads okay and i'm telling you if you guys have not checked out horribledesigns.com you got to go check it out because some things are straight up great like the american muscle mouse pad it's got some awesome pictures of great muscle cars if you're into cars or you know somebody who's into muscle cars and they need some great mouse pad to have while they're on the computer working but then they also have dumbass fucking t-shirts that say things like are you staring at my ass with a picture of a donkey on it or stickers that say are you staring at my beaver with a picture of a beaver on it stuff like that man completely ridiculous shirts and stickers coffee mugs everything like that anything that you can ever think about having just to get people's attention make a statement out in public and just completely be ridiculous and to do it with some horrible designs at the exact same time and like i said i know the owner so he hooked us up with a great deal where you can save right now by using the link below in the description whenever you go there and shop you will not only support music making sense podcast but you also get a great deal on any and everything that you decide to purchase every time that you use that link right there in the description below so make sure you go check that out right now horribledesigns.com use the link below in order to get good savings go check it out buy some ridiculous shit for yourself or someone you know all right now let's get back to the show pardon that but i've you know obviously i'm in post edit i've already cut those out so i'm not coughing in the mic but anyway so you uh yeah, so you keep doing that month over month and then the views keep going up organically and then every month 
just throw 20 or $40 at boosting one of the higher performing posts. Right. Right. So like out of there, I think my highest one was like 900, almost 900 views. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do by the end of the month is I'm going to put about $20 behind that one. Unless there's another one that, that pops up higher than that. Right. Just put a boost on it, right? I'm not doing an ad, nothing like that. Just put a little boost on it to kick it up. And then it's going to be up to, you know, 3,000 or more, right? And so then that means an extra couple thousand people got the chance to see my shit and then possibly continue on down that, right? And then as you keep going, you know, you turn those hundreds into thousands with a boost and then it it trends to being thousands on every post. And then when you get the tens of thousands, on, on one post, then you boost that in order to get it up. And then now all of yours is going to tens of thousands and then hundreds and then millions and everything like that. Oh, yeah. It's a slower process, but it's right in there. But you have to know your brand archetype first. You have to know who you are, what you're projecting and stuff like that. You yeah. know, you know, like, like I got some bad feedback. It was hilarious though, mm -hmm. off of one of my tracks called Turbulence. When I posted it up, like on like day three or something like that of my shit doing this. I posted up on TikTok and I had 11 comments all shitting on me for the song. It was hilarious. I was dying laughing because they were saying stuff like fucking uh, music ain't for everyone, dog. Um, they were saying, uh, you know, shit like that. This one guy said, man, this guy probably lives in his basement and the closest he's ever gotten to a gun was a squirt gun. You know, stuff like that. It was hilarious. I thought it was incredibly hilarious for one, because I know most people on the internet are trolls. And then the other portion of them that would say something like that are just haters. So I don't give a fuck about either one of them. Right. And if anything, I humor the trolls by fucking posting like replying back to them in a humorous way as well, too. Like the one guy that said um, those bars are weak and stuff. You keep repeating the same line ending and everything like that. I was like, no, I agree with you 100 percent on that, because that song Turbulence was a song I put out in 2018 and it's 2024 right now. So do mm. the math. It's 2018. And that was my first track back after taking 10 years off of music. So. Like, it's one of my least favorite songs personally before yeah. I even started marketing it here this last month. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it's engagement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 everything like that. But you're going to see stuff like that. And then you're going to be like, okay, look, I need to adjust to the things that are me that people like more. You know what I'm saying? So I'm seeing more results out of certain other tones and tracks and going from there, like whenever I posted um, Island, right? I had some people on there that were like, hey, man, you know, the lyrics are on point with this. I think you could have done with a different beat for this, blah, 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 right. stuff like that. Well, that person ended up following me and has since liked four of my different posts. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that engagement and everything like that, that's what you need. But you got to know who you are. If you're all over the place, you know, like this one artist that I've started working with here recently um he uh some of his older music like five six years ago mm -hmm. is that street shit right yeah. because he grew up doing all that shit in new york mm -hmm. well he's since over the last like four or five years he's transitioned because he's older now he doesn't live that lifestyle anymore everything like that well like he had talked to somebody else who wanted to give him some advice and they were telling him to push more of the old stuff and not push the new stuff because people don't give a fuck about that. It's too personal, right? People aren't going to relate to that. And I'm like, that dude's out of his goddamn mind because people are going to relate to more personal stuff than they are that fucking braggadocious shit. 
You know what I'm saying? People relate to relate to the real more than they do anything else. You know, so you just have to figure that kind of stuff out. And hopefully that chart uh, helped you out with that, because that's one of the things that KP wanted to talk about here today was with the brand archetypes and everything like that. And um, I know he wanted to cover like like he did and maybe even a little bit more, obviously. Yeah. But I wanted to say what I just basically said as well, too, is that it's it's key to know these things mm -hmm. in order to go forward and grow forward. Yeah, exactly. Damn, that's a bar, man. <laughs> as a bar huh let me just adjust my mic right quick yeah you just turned your camera off on accident but no no i didn't turn it off i i actually intentionally did because i'm um fixing my adjusting my mic stand right quick okay but um <coughs> excuse me anyway you know there's a there's a I'm seeing all kinds of success with the stuff that I've been doing. So I suggest every single one of y'all try it. And it's not that hard. I went over this before. And like I said, at the end of February, I'm going to wrap everything up. I'm going to package it up into a free mini course and offer it out to every single one of y'all. So if you guys are interested, like, share, follow, subscribe, all that fun shit, yeah. send us a message over at musicmakingsensepod.com and I'll put you on the list to get, you know, the email list or whatever, whenever it goes out, all that mm -hmm. stuff. But just keep on tuning in. I'll end up posting that around the beginning of March time frame. But so far, it's going good. And it's not that difficult to create the content. I'm actually going to go out here as soon as we get done filming this. Mm -hmm. And um, that artist I was just talking about, he's wanting to shoot. Like, he lives locally to me, so it's a little easier. But he's wanting to shoot some of these, you know, TikTok-style music videos that I've been talking to him about. Because mm -hmm. he's been seeing my progress. And I've been talking to him about it and telling him the behind-the-scenes mentality of it. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, dope. And so then, yeah, like I said, we'll go out there here in a little bit and uh, and get that taken care of. Because it, it's not that difficult. Like, you no. just use your cell phone, go out there, one shot, one kill of a fucking track in one location, do whatever you want to do for it, you know, acting-wise or whatever, and then go to the next spot next. with another track, and the next spot with another track, next spot with another track, and just do one or two takes, no big deal. Like, one take, once you get it done, done. Move on to the next one. If you got fucking... Um, um, bloopers and shit like that places where you fucked up fuck it leave it in man and yep. cut that out and put that as a clip where as you clip. fucked up some shit because yep. most people don't show where they fucked up mm -hmm. doing a music video shoot you know what I'm saying so fucking throw it out there right people are going to enjoy it you're going to see the humanity it's not all going to be manicured nope and another thing not man at not at all and the one thing I did is um, I started what I started doing with my with my content creation and change that I did was I, um, I started going through the process. So I'm sharing my process with everyone and that's been going cool. And also for TikTok, I decided to start doing more covers mm -hmm. and showcasing my voice, picking the songs that I need, like picking more rock and metal songs. Why? Because mm -hmm. I want people to know that, Hey, this is what I do. And I actually, I'm, I'm pretty damn good at it. Right. So getting out there and showcasing those showcasing my skills, going through the process of things that I'm buying for the, for my transition to becoming dark Lord Shante. And also the one thing that I did is swallowed my pride and I went and bought instrumental tracks off beat stars some amazing Why did you have a high pride for that that you had to swallow because it's metal 
Okay. And with metal, it's like, how dare you go and buy BeatStars tracks when you can get friends or, or you can go and mm. join a band and things like that, right? Well. Yeah, but why not think outside the box? And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I did. And so I got, like I said, I ended up purchasing uh, buy one, get one free, get, buy one, get nine free beats off of mm-hmm. BeatStars. And so I went and get, I did the $70 um, unlimited uh, tracks. So then that would, right. but I got, so I got them licensed so I can use them and put them into my, which I went and bought myself this RC. If you guys ever seen the RC boss, RC 500 loop station, I bought myself mm-hmm. one of those because that puts the backing tracks on there and I can just perform them. There you go. Right. So I'm starting to do, so I've decided I'm going to do that and just sit down and write my songs, write the, write my lyrics and practice my vocals because I started realizing, dude, I want to get, I want to get shit out there. I want to get my product Mm -hmm. out there. And if I want to get a band, like if I want us to hire my band members, then why not just why not just go and purchase the music that can be used and then they can play it they can get get mm-hmm. the get the stems cuz now i have the i have the um i have the rights to the stems mm-hmm. and i can just give each musician the stem the stem that the for each instrument and they can just go ahead and practice and boom so yeah, and now you got a live, you got the live performance. And I can now do you live content exactly. for that and exactly. release the live edition and all that fun stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. me getting the image together, all those things. Like I want that stuff together. And before we get out there and do our first show, I'm going to make sure we are ready, like physical mm-hmm. copies, all that stuff, because I learned this business. And just like Harcos was saying about courses, I'm in the process of also getting together my band business course as well. That's going to be sold through our, through our website, music, making sense, uh, make, making sense podcast.pod.com. So you guys can go there. And for all you guys who are in band guys and gals and everyone in between, if you're in a band, you're in a red metal band, you're in a rock band. I'm going to be able to help you guys, even jazz. I'm going to be able to help you guys start making your money and getting out there and monetizing your and, and being able to live a good life, man, and not be worrying about all the bullshit that you've had to worry about with being in a band. I'm going to show you yeah, guys how to even do if it. you're, yeah, and even if you're a label owner or a manager or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, you can still check that stuff out and then, you know, use it to your advantage to help other people and stuff. Absolutely, like that. that's and that's yeah, and I'm going to also get into the um, music. Shout out to Casey Graham and Music Money Makeover Show. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I love how he says that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh shout out to my man i love him though man good 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 very awesome show that he puts on and he talks about starting your record label and he has a mm-hmm. course that he goes step by step to make sure that you don't do make the mistakes that you have that you that we've made by not learning how to run a record label right mm-hmm. and i definitely need it because of tainted not because of my record label and the fact mm-hmm. that I want to get more bands and I've been looking at a lot of bands out there, guys, like I'm on the internet checking out bands all the time. So mm-hmm. 
so that so with that that's why i want to help you guys do that and then getting like helping with band agreements like signing doing those type of things things that you you wouldn't think about doing as a band but i'm gonna say yo you need to do them and the course is gonna Mm -hmm. be able to teach you guys that yeah absolutely yep and and i've been doing something similar um with trying to work with bands and everything like that as well too or not bands (laughs) we're trying to work with uh labels as Mm -hmm. well too um, I've been going from it from a different angle. So, um, uh, I actually have experience last year. I partnered with an indie label on the executive side in order to help him grow his and manage his label because right. he was having issues. He's not a big business sense type of guy like he is, but he's not. Um, and he really, really needed some help. And I had a lot of good ideas and he was like, man, I wish I could hire you. And I'm like, well, how about we just go equity instead, right? And so, um, and that was actually how I ended up meeting KP. It was because me and me and him over the summer last year, we ended up getting into uh, the No Labels Necessary Music Marketer Executive course. Um, he went ahead and, pay, you know, my, my the guy I was partnered with, he went ahead and paid for that or whatever, and we were both able to get in since we were both part of the same company. And uh, yeah, and then that's where I met KP and stuff like that. But um but anyway, like I said, I ended up helping him turn his indie label into a marketing agency because the indie label portion, especially with dealing with managing artists where you take 20% of everything, that is a big pain in the ass because you got to chase these guys down all over the place and make babysit, sure that you're getting your yeah. cut off of everything. Yeah, because, and you got to babysit yeah, too. Yeah, you got to babysit them and make sure that they're doing what they have agreed to do. And then also at the same time, you got to sit there and you got to go and chase their pockets, basically, and make sure that like, hey, did you make any money without giving me my 20%? And it's a fucking hassle, man. It causes a lot of friction. So there's no need for that and everything. So we ended up transforming everything like that to where it's just like a, um, uh, like an a la carte model where mm-hmm. like if an artist needs a website, okay, it's X amount of dollars. Oh, if you need you know, social media management for this month is X amount of dollars, stuff like that. So in a full marketing agency, but we, God damn it. It's fucking cough. But anyway, we, he had access as of like 2022 mm-hmm. to Sony orchard distribution. And so we were messing around with that and everything like that, kind of getting the feel for that last mm-hmm. year. And I've recently started branching out into adding artists as well as labels and their artists onto this um, in order to help give them a higher level of, of distribution because, you know, TuneCore, CD baby, distro kid, those are cool. Um, you know, you can get on all the platforms, you can get some royalties and everything like that, but you know, you got an annual fee plus like, for instance, with distro kid, um, they got all these add-ons and stuff like that, like the YouTube content creation or content ID, um, Shazam and multiple other things in there, like the legacy, um, and stuff like that, where every year you have to pay per song for the YouTube content ID for this and that and everything like that. And it ends up racking up, especially if you put out a lot of content, you know, not mm-hmm. only do you have to pay, you know, like $30 of release just to release it out in the fees the first time. But then now every year you're paying, you know, 30 to $40 each release for all these extras that with Sony Orchard, you already get, 
you know? And so that's why I'm like, Hey, you know, like Sony Ultra to empire, whatever, you know, if you get on a higher level distribution, they already have all that kind of stuff. And, you know, Sony music is what is, is one of the top three or five or whatever yep. um, record companies in, in the world. So like, you know, they have the technology and ability and everything like that, where they shut down anybody using your shit, unless you give them authorization, they take, all your monetization, everything like that. You're getting every single bit of a stream that's out there. Right. And then obviously, obviously have BMI or ASCAP as well too to get your mechanicals on the other side. But, you know, I've heard people all the time talk about DistroKid and how, you know, oh, they play with the numbers, they hold the money and blah, blah, blah. You got all these extras that I just talked about. You know, you don't have that with a lot of things. So I've been helping a lot of artists out with and, and, and labels out with that, but then mm -hmm. also using that as a way to be like, hey, See, I'm a legit guy. I also help with marketing. Let me help you with your marketing. Let me get you a website. Let me get you this. Let me get you that. And everything like right. that, you know, and working from there, especially with labels, because, you know, my philosophy behind it is it's like, okay, if I get in good with the head or heads of a label, then they will vouch for me for services for all their artists. And mm -hmm. all their artists are going to need certain things. And they're going to be like, all right, we got Harco's here to do it. Yep. Boom, 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 boom. And then next thing you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm doing well and I'm helping everybody and everything like that, you know? And so, so yeah, there's a lot of moves being made by both of us, um, uh, with courses coming down the road and, and, you know, in ways that we know how we can help out people, you know, me in the hip hop space, well, in any space, honestly, with the stuff I do, but in, you know, I mainly focus hip hop space right? and then KP, you know, he can help everybody as well too, but he's been mainly trying to focus on like the, the band stuff because that's honestly, both of the things that we're involved with on both spaces, that's where there's a big void in the market. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of people that are helping these people get their paperwork, right. Get their distribution, right. Get their, brand awareness yeah. um, properly you know they don't know their brand archetype they don't know any of that kind of stuff you know mm -hmm. and you know they say stupid shit like i'm just gonna put it out there and let the music speak for itself yeah and you know it makes me want to bang my head against the fucking concrete wall man it does you know? and, <laughs> no yeah lie, it does because i'm like no it's lie. not gonna speak for itself it's gonna no. fall on deaf ears you know man you have to put it out in front of the right people i gotta give you that one bro 100 but, uh, but yeah, so take the information that we give you every single week, as always, and, and put it to good use. And if you need help with us, help from us with anything, let us know. And then, like I said, like, like we say, you know, those, those things are coming down the pipe later on. And, yep. uh, yeah, we're going to get it. Any final thoughts on today um, with the brand archetypes or anything, KP? Just, hey, guys, just, man. First of all, man, this was a great show, a great, great episode. I really think we we dropped some really good knowledge. And uh, just like I said, guys, just focus when you do them. Don't don't think you need to be like four or five of them. You only you, you only we only are going to fit no more than three. OK. Mm -hmm. And when you're true, when you're thinking about it, think about you. Like your personality traits, those things, because if you try to say, well, I want to be more of a gesture, but like, like, but you're not the type of person who, who has that gesture vibe. If you don't have those, if you don't have those personality traits about you, brand traits, then 
don't, you're not going to, that's not who you're going to be. So make sure Absolutely. you know, you're just, just know who you are and just look at those and say, you know what? Yeah. I see myself more of this type. Like for me, I see my, I am more of the, I'm more of the, the villain magician. And I would say explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So outlaw, yeah, outlaw, magician, and explore. And there are moments I have my traits about being heroic, even sage, right? I have those mm-hmm. moments. I have my moments of being loving. I have my moments of being innocent where I didn't do shit, right? But that's the point, right? Or just, and there are times where I just want to be the everyday. I just want to try to kind of fit in with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there, I know my core i understand them now am i creative yeah i can add i mean i can if you know if i would just i would definitely say hang that one at the bottom right but yeah just it's just knowing who you are Mm -hmm. and that way and when you know who you are you'll be able to figure out your brand archetypes absolutely well, with that, we're going to leave you and with those final thoughts and, you know, like, share, follow, subscribe, all that fun shit. Mm-hmm. And we will see you on the next episode. Music Making Sense podcast. Oh, yeah. And we are yeah. powered by Riverside <laughs> FM. Oh, yeah. And the weird music. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah. We out, y'all. <laughs>